Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey. <laughs> I always forget to do that because I'm waiting for sometimes you meet somebody. <laughs> That time is no time on the radio. Tom Hayes, you're in Bob. Sometimes you don't know what to do. Waiting, man. You gotta go back. One and only, the man himself, Rudy Marino. And Rudy, you're right. I spoke with him earlier. I said, Rudy, let's do this at uh, 2 o'clock. And he said, fine. So anyway, if anybody else is listening, our guest call in number is 646-929-2451. I'm going to play. I'm smelling a beautiful cigar, and that's spooky. Because <laughs> Rudy likes to smoke cigars. Anyway, uh, let's do this. Play a little uh, Sugar Shack. Shook, shook, shook. Sugar Shack.
uh, me, Tom, in Boston, and you are in Las Vegas. We're doing a show a little later today, but how are you? Good. We woke up, Tom. <laughs> right. We woke up, and we had a nice little chat. I was uh, calling you live from Mattapan, Massachusetts, where I'm doing a little business there, and walked into an office, and they know that I'm working on the Sugar Shack documentary, and I had them rolling in the aisles for about 10 minutes talking about some of the stories, especially the day that George Clinton called in. And one of the beautiful women there said to me, oh, the sugar shack, she said, some of those pimps were fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how they all, it's funny how we were talking earlier, how they all remember the place. Oh, do they? I've been in a lot of clubs, and if you mention a club, I can could never tell you a story about it, but with right. the sugar shack, everybody has a story. Well, you know, it dawned on me driving home from there. I said there were two shows. There was the one on stage, and there was the one in the club. It <laughs> 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 was some kind of magic, anyways, because uh, everybody seems to remember. Oh, that nobody forgets, and everybody's got the same smile. And they just, everybody smiles and they shake their head back and forth like, oh, there was some nasty things going on in there, <laughs> some lust. <laughs> everybody was in love at the Sugar Shack. Yeah. Everybody has a story. Like we talked about early, Jerry Maffeo used to take care of the, uh, take care of the good fellas because yep. they were afraid their drinks were going to be poisoned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the first time I ever heard that. Boy, I'll tell you, that was a so riot they, the other day. So, see, when they come in, they felt comfortable. They knew their drinks were all right. The show was all right, and they were happy. <laughs> <laughs> How to cater to everybody's taste? Right. Well, there was. There was something there for everybody. Yes, there was. Um, the pimps used to pick up new girls. New yeah. girls just for the pimps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There was, uh, that was always came. exciting. And then the crowd that came in just for the show, they were happy to see the show. Everybody had a little thing going. Yeah, Yeah, you know, for me to have a dream to do it for 40 years, uh, you know, that that was something. And to have this whole thing, even now I just, I say to myself, I can't believe the the beautiful road that this has taken us on. Uh, It's just just fabulous. You know, the people we've met, the, you know, when I was explaining the list of people that we've already interviewed, you know, George Clinton in Montana, Frankie Valley here in Boston, never mind the OJs and the Spinners and Duke from the Four Tops, uh, just, just, uh, just phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Well, it is unbelievable. You know, and I'm laughing in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> They've been getting you out of the house to have meetings about the Sugar Shack, like it's still going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so that is that is just fabulous, just fabulous. So I'm what I'm trying to do here. I, I'm a little uh, disjointed because I'm trying to uh, upload a song. I thought I had done that, and somehow I can't uh, find it. Let's see if it'll goes through now. But this was I was looking in the big book, the big black book we have, right, with, with all the ads and everything else. Well, I uh, came across. You know, I started looking at because what we want to start doing is we want to start building a, a playlist. And uh, so I went in there and uh, started looking. Okay, good. It says it's ready. Uh, no, it doesn't. It says it's processing. And uh, so I went in there and I looked at the book. And I, it was amazing. May 5th, I think, was the date, the first time, 1968 was the first time I was in there, and I'll never forget it. One of my friends, I, I just graduated from uh, Stonehill College. I just turned 21, so I could now legally. I was one of those. Everybody else got in that club underage. I never dared to go to a club underage. And then uh, one of my buddies said, let's go. He's heard about this place in the Sugar Shack. And what he heard was uh, somehow he had heard about the, the Hot Nuts, and that was my first uh, ever uh, time at the, the Sugar Shack was to see the Hot Nuts, and I was just blown away. <laughs> you didn't have them there too often, did you? Who? The Hot Doug. Nuts, Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Yeah, no, Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. Right. Yeah, I had, I had them a couple of times, uh, but they were funny as, funny as hell, boy. They had a hell of a... Oh, yeah, they're very funny, and uh, I'm trying to upload that song as we talk. And I think my second time back there, and I got to record, I don't even know if you, they made the list, The Magnificent Men. The, yeah. The white, the white Soul Boys out of uh, Bound South somewhere. I don't have Those my guys. book. My daughter borrowed the book again, and... Uh, yeah, I can go. I can look it up on my uh, my screen here. Let me see. Let me just see if we, the magnificent men made it there. I don't think so. I don't think, but I know I saw them, so I know they were there. No, the magnificent men. No, they're not on the list, but they were definitely there. Uh, I, I can remember that one like it was yesterday. I talked to them in. <laughs> We, they had taken a break. We were all in the men's room, and I just looked at these guys and said, "Man, can you cats play?" Um, they, boy, they came out. Uh, uh, it wasn't Stardust. It was another song uh, that they came out with, and it just blew me. I mean, the harmony and the the sound of their horns. Those guys were amazing. Well, Do you remember you. much? I'll tell you these. The, on the list there, they, those are the most popular ones with the hit records. There's, there's a lot of artists that played there that, that didn't have hit records. Right, right. So probably, I remember the name, the Magnificent Man or the Magnificent. Right, they, they, uh, Misty, Misty was the big song that they had, and, uh, Oh my God, they were just uh, unbelievable! I, I just a, what a great show band, kind of like 
what Wayne Cochran, but they're all white. The Blue-Eyed Soul Brothers. That was, oh. that was their thing, the Blue-Eyed Soul Brothers. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, just uh, just amazing. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just, can't figure, I'll tell you what I'm going to do if uh, I can't, um, can't uh, find this thing. Uh, what I'm going to do is, I got a cl- I uploaded a clip yesterday of our friend Lou Ragland, and uh, he um, he he just did a song with the with the um, Ink Spots. So let's see if we can find him. And uh, it's a great song. It's a great uh, Marvin Gaye song uh, from uh, way back in the uh, I guess seventies. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Oh, okay, they're processing that one with the hot nuts. Okay, here we go. This is uh, Lou Ragland in the ink spots with what's going on today. Here we go. Why are so many people sagging in their pants? Just so not ready. Hey, Rudy, before I... First of all, it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yeah. And, but, you know, you have to see the video. The video is of all these, the, all these young kids with the saggy pants, you know, wearing a, the belt down around there, just below their, their butts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate yeah and that. so what he's saying here is, hey, young man... <laughs> Pick up your pants. <laughs> Why are you wearing saggy pants? So oh. if you can, t- yeah, that's what he's saying here. Let's listen again. Why are so many people sagging in their pants? Just so they're not ready to be a good woman or a grown man. Some of the folks say they just don't see what's happening in this world, not only to others, but to you and me. Some leaders tell us we just don't understand. The cooks are all saying, get on your knees and wait for the promised land. You know we throw enough food away to end hunger in this world today. Police are killing, politicians stealing, babies crying, lawyers lying. Fool starving and the rich are doing fine. Oh, what's going on today? There's got to be a better way. What's going on today? What happened to this? We hold these truths to be self evident. All men are created by God in the image. What happened to yes. created with evil? We must take care of the poor, homeless, 
the hungry, those who are worse off than us. Pour your pants up, young man, and get busy. Some teachers are giving lessons to students in high school.
Well, you know, we're, uh, it's, it's progressed to this point, hasn't it, where people want to start talking business. Not only that, it's progressed in my life because uh, it just keeps bringing me back to more stories and more things that I did right and more things that I did wrong. Yeah, we haven't heard too many wrong things, I'll tell you. When I, when I go into an office 50 years later in Mattapan, which is obviously the entire office was black, and I walk in and say, Sugar Shack, in that place everybody stops and everybody's head turns, and there's nothing but smiles in the place, and one girl is swooning going, oh, there were some fi- those pimps were fine. <laughs> Which... You know, she remembered. She reminded me that we got to uh, contact this guy Lovelace. I guess his name is, uh, and he was good friends with Sugar Shack Lil. We got to get him because uh, I told him. I said, if you're talking about that guy Lovelace, he's still good looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what a, that's a what that get together they got going in October. Is there, did you hear any more about it? Uh, not yet, but I got that phone number to, uh, to call, you know, we've been, isn't it, gee, isn't it tough that we've been distracted by, well, we found out yesterday, George let me know that Cool and the Gang and Bootsy Collins not only are appearing in Las Vegas, but they're going to be in Connecticut at Foxwoods, so that's where we're targeting to go see them, obviously it's going to cost us a lot less to go to uh, Foxwoods and interview them. But we've already got oh. the nod from yeah. Cool and the gang has totally agreed to do this. That's good. So you don't have to come out here. No, it's beautiful. And um, and as you know, Lou has volunteered to start doing some taping out there because the stylistics are there in July. So if uh, we can get some footage on those guys, and as you said the other day, Susanna's doing a bang up job of interviewing. She's quite the tiger. Yeah, I can't believe it. She's yeah, she's be, good. The only yep. thing she's got to learn when to cut. Well, you know, I understand, Rudy, but if a guy wants to talk, we can cut it later, you know? Oh, so I, yeah. I wouldn't I, worry about it. I was thinking of that. I was thinking of that, that uh, when you go to the the editor or whatever you call it. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. We'll do it on this end. You know, especially if a guy is reminiscing, you know, you just let him go. You know, because we can yeah. cut it later. Uh, well, you know, it's only, not like we... I didn't go over the thing with my daughter that uh, the place closes at uh, 3 o'clock and then they get ready for the turnover for the dinner. And right. we were way past that. The dinner crew was coming in and they never bought <laughs> it. That's why I was getting well, I understand, but you know something? Certain things, if you've got to push things a little bit, the priority is to get the footage. The, the documentary is the priority, <laughs> even if we've got to tick a few people off. <laughs> I didn't want to aggravate her because she had yeah. enough. Had yeah, enough I understand. Of, you know. Well, it's like the day we were in Jerry's place, you know, and his uh, manager kept wanting to throw us out, and I, I kept looking at the guys and going, no. We're here. We're getting this. Yeah. <laughs> they can make money later on. <laughs> the only, well, the only reason why is, uh, like I said, that uh, she had it up. And, uh, in fact, they went and see the drummer that night where he was working. Oh, that's right, yes. 
And then yeah, the, the, owner wants to, the owner wants to send the limousine for me to get me in the restaurant. Well, take him <laughs> up on it, buddy. Be, be respected for the man you are. It's about time it came back. Wait till, hey Rudy, wait till this documentary hits. Then you're gonna have real problems because everybody's gonna know who you are. I'm gonna have real problems then because they'll really come after me. Exactly. You got it, buddy. That's when it all begins. The books, the movie. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. This is very exciting. Well, let's play a little uh, little music. Let's do um, let's do a little Al Green. That's another guy we gotta focus on. We gotta get it I gotta get him at some point. Yeah, let's do this. Here we go. A little Al Green.
Amazing. Jerry, when we saw Jerry, he talked a lot about it. He was very impressed, as you were, and he told us a story about the women pulling um, Al Green off the stage. <laughs> yeah. That was a... That was almost shocking. <laughs> that would have destroyed the whole show and everything. <laughs> Amazing. Now, he said, I got another line, song lined up here. Now, he said that this guy, who became famous, <laughs> didn't do well his first time at the shack. Barry White. Uh, I don't remember that. Oh, Barry, did, Barry did good because he he had a lot of big hits. Oh yeah, but he said Jerry said that, that he had him. You guys had him before he had a big hit, and then did he? Did you have him a couple of times? Uh, I forgot. Oh yeah, at least a couple of times, I think. Okay, well, let's play. He it. had the, he had the girl singers with him. He had a big oh, a oh big wow. Wow. Three girls when he came. Wow, fun. Okay, let's uh, let's play him. Yeah, he's, uh, he's too much of anything. It's not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. As many times as we've loved and we've shared love and made love. It doesn't seem to me like it's enough. It's just not enough. It's just not enough. Oh, darling. Oh, darling. My darling, I can't get enough of your love, Same old feeling 
you know, uh, and we, we just we just don't have that anymore uh, anywhere in Boston. I don't know about any place else, but certainly not anywhere in Boston. Um, but it, it was just – go ahead. I don't think you have the Sugar Shack nowhere else in the world. Nowhere else in the world, probably not, you know. And, and I tell you, I saw uh, you know, a, a lot of great acts down there. I know people probably have been talking about this for, for as long as you've had the show. But, um, you know, any anybody from the late 60s up until about the mid-70s, you know, with, with very few exceptions, you know, I, I caught their act down the Sugar Shack. Uh, you know, it, 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 was, it was never more than three bucks to get in. Until until I realize you can go around and get in the back, but I won't say that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you went through the cave, you could come in the back way or something, right? You could come in the back way, yeah. I, I didn't learn that till later, but <laughs> it's all good, man. I, I got nothing but love for you, so. <laughs> We went to that. In fact, when the, the doormat saw people coming in uh, in uh, every day, you know, they used to let them in for nothing because they didn't come for the show. They came yeah. to hang in the place, you know. So uh, the doormat let them all in. Yeah. So, I tell you one thing, though, when, I, when I didn't pay at the door, I paid more money at the bar. So <laughs> you made out, you know, what? It wasn't like I got away with you know with a totally so <laughs> you still made yeah, out. the bar anyways, you know they were gonna have drinks and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it, it was um, just a fantastic time, um, and you know we I have a couple of friends of mine and we'll still talk about a, a few things that you know happened down there down down the area. Not bad things at all, you know. Just just funny things, mainly about the way we dressed. I mean, you know, we were. <laughs> We were trying to put on an act ourselves with, with the clothes that we wore and stuff. So uh, it, it was just a, just a great time, just a great time. And I'm so I'm so glad that you know I, I was able to live through it. You know, I, they missed so you much know, of it. They missed so much of it. You're absolutely right, Joe. You know, when I think back, I <clears throat> there are these times, these almost these ten year spans that I just can't believe that came into my life. It's almost like a movie. And it certainly started with the uh, Sugar Shack, the fact that men yep. place. That's why I kept talking about, and for 40 years I said I loved it too, because it was a movie set. I mean, you that could have been the set of Shaft, that place. It sure could have. It sure could have. They, yeah, as a matter of fact, if you if you saw uh, uh, Superfly or uh, what was the other movie there with, uh, French, with the Shaft, uh, the French Connection, remember when they were, when yeah. the two officers were in the bar watching the show and watching the group at the table? So, you know, that that could have been the shack as well. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you could, if you saw those movies, you got a good idea of what, what the shack was like. You know? so, now, everybody, and, one of the stories that we got to tell is, uh, boy, I, I, I doubt he's alive, but everybody went to, t- all of the dudes went to one place to get their suits made. That was what, Tony the Tailor? Was that his name? It was, it was, oh, my goodness. Oh, what? It was right around the corner on Washington Street. Oh, shoot. What was the name? Yeah, I think um, it was Walter. Either Walter or Tony. Walter Tony or Tony. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, and then they had uh, Lebo Brothers or something, Lebo Brothers around the corner there. Hey, I, I'll give you a quick story. This is... Um, when when I was a youngster and and you know we run around little singing groups and stuff, I sang for a, a, a guy who had a couple of groups, and we we went down uh, one time. Billy Stewart was in town, and his his 
band, they had some type of fire or something in in their um in the in the van or something that they used. So we had to take his band around the corner on Washington Street for them to get new suits and everything. And, and I, you know, we were probably in our, I don't know, we were in our late teens or whatever it was. And, 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 and you get an idea of what it was like to be in a band because they were all complaining that Billy Stewart wasn't going to pick up the tab for them to, to have new, new suits made. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're thinking to yourself, you know, if somebody was watching all the, all, the, all the acts and everything, oh, they must be making, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, every week or something like that. Money's no object. But they were complaining about not having enough money to get the suits remade. So, <laughs> yeah, no, they were living pretty close to the vest, you know. Well, yeah, because a lot yeah. of them would just come out, and a lot of them. You know what I didn't know, Rudy, but somebody told us that they didn't want to pay a lot of the musicians for one of the reasons was they knew they would probably put it up their nose or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they didn't want exactly. or get drunk or whatever, so they kind of kept it kind of tight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never got into that, but uh, uh, the sporting people—they uh, really dressed like unbelievable. Uh, and we yeah. had like a runway there where they used to go up and down, up and down, <laughs> while the show was. We had a double show. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You'll exactly. realize that they didn't just stay put; they walked back and forth, so you could. Everybody was on parade. Yeah. And you, you know, I remember, I remember when, um, well, kind of like when disco first was was starting to get get going there. When uh, in, in between the acts, when, when uh, you know when the act was on the break, I remember um, one of the uh, DJs from um, WILD was starting to play music in between the in, in between the in the in the breaks. So and and that was just as you know things were start to pick up with disco and stuff. I remember going to one one other club. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. I, I was ticked off because I spent three or four dollars to get into a place, and all the only thing happening was somebody was playing music. <laughs> not realizing, that, not realizing that was the common thing. You know? Right. <laughs> right. For three dollars, you could see uh, Al Green, or you could see uh, Jackie Wilson, or Ray Charles. That's right. That's right. I I, I remember. I was there when uh, Eddie Kendricks was down there. And I, I think uh, at one point he was a sweet man, boy. He was very, a real nice guy. You never want to meet a classier guy than Eddie Kendrick. Wow, nice, oh, right? Gentlemen, he had that big record. Just, just uh, keep on trucking was one of them. Keep, keep yeah, on trucking was one, right? Right. It's my imagination. Oh, oh just yeah, my, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, but he was still with the Temptations, I think, at that point. But he just left them. Right. Yeah, I know. He, he came in on his own. Right, right, right. And he came so, down to What Jack happened and, when you went down there? What did you see with Eddie Kendricks there? Oh well, at that time they were they were saying that he he had the largest crowd um, ever down at the shack. I don't know exactly, you know, the exact time, but it was around that uh, time when he had to keep on trucking and come uh, came out and things like that. But I remember being. I mean, the, the place was always pretty crowded, but I remember when Eddie Kendricks was down there, you you really couldn't move. And he 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 really put on a great show. He had a he had a band with him from Washington D.C. They were called the Young Senators. I don't know what happened to them. I don't know if they ever put on any uh, records or anything, but um, 
it was a young band called the Young Senators, and man, they 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 tore the place up, man. <laughs> <laughs> they tore the place Boy, up. Boy, you know, we love doing this every week because, especially when we get a, somebody to come in and give their impression of the place. I was just in Mattapan. I'm doing business over there, and I uh, right next to Simcoe's, right there on the bridge. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and so I went into the office and. Uh, uh, Mr. Phipps, who's helping me out with some uh, uh, situation I got right now, and he said to me, he said, uh, Richard Phipps, he's very, very famous in the area, and he said, so what about that documentary you're doing? I said, on the Sugar Shack. Well, as soon as I said Sugar Shack, every head in the place turned. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> oh, and the big smiles. And then one of yeah. the gals said, oh, my, my, my. She says, those pimps were so fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now where did well, you I get? Go ahead. I, I wasn't playing, but I, I was trying to look like a player. <laughs> <laughs> now, where did, did you have your suits custom made, or how did you do it? Oh, no, no, no. I, yeah. and, and unfortunately, I hadn't been discovered uh Feline's basement at that time either but i was i was <laughs> i was getting my somewhere along washington street uh, i was getting my suits um you know off the rack <laughs> yeah 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 what about the hats where did you buy the hats oh now where did we get those hats probably about the same places i had a big yeah, afro that's right. so there was a hat shop that's right yeah, and I, I didn't wear that many hats anyway because I had this big afro and it, it just ah! none of the hats really looked good <laughs> I tell you, and I was, I was, I was, I was about uh, my waist was about a twenty-eight too. You know, I weighed about a hundred pounds soaking wet with this big, That's huge funny. afro. And <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but it was great. It was really. It great. was great times. You remember there was one character. Oh God, I know his name. That some of my buddies have told me his name a couple of times. He um, he came in every week in a different outfit, and it was all in leather, from the hat oh. to to his shoes. And he always had a new cane every week. He had a new cane. Oh, Sometimes it was cane. an umbrella. Uh-huh, I don't know if you remember uh-huh. that, Chad. He, I, he always I, I, made I a grand entrance. Yeah, I, I probably you know I, I I can't think of who that was. I don't remember him at this point, but yeah, I'm quite sure I saw him. <laughs> Do you remember him, Rudy? Do you remember that guy? Oh, there's not so many of them I couldn't remember them, but they were all outstanding. On a couple of the shows, we've talked about Big Daddy. Yeah, Big Daddy was... Uh, I knew Big Daddy and Foots, and those are, the, uh, those are two of the names that stand out, and uh, the other guy, Lovelace, Lovelace, yeah, he's uh. Well, you you knew yeah. you knew um you knew Wilbur Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy. Yeah, I remember that name. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yeah. You know, it's almost fifty years. Next year, it's fifty years that we opened. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I'm lucky. I'm lucky that that Tom started this, and uh, he's bringing back a lot of memories that I forgot, and. Uh, as we talk about the shack, it keeps coming back to me. 
Yeah, it's even, probably one of those things that, you you know, as you were going through it, you didn't realize, you know, you probably had to hold on to some memories, you know. You, you just, you're just doing everyday <laughs> life, and then, you know, well, years later, you said, shoot, I should have. Well, well, one of the things Rudy regrets is he never took any video. Oh, ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, yeah. that's the, you see, I would have been a billionaire today. It would have been yeah. because it's <laughs> shows. Yeah, of, of the individuals, the, the the acts that were there, you see some of these acts. They go on the Ed Sullivan show or these other shows. They only do one or two songs. That's right. That's right. Show. There's the difference between seeing the whole show that was dynamite. That's right. That's and, and 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 two sets, and the sets were both different. You know. Yeah, each that's set, the other thing. Each set, each set was different, so um, you know it, it was just fantastic. You know they 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 might have you know a couple of albums out, and by the time they finished their show, they did pretty much both their albums. You know you get to see them sing some other things, not only their hits, but their you know some they did stuff by uh, material by other artists too. So you know it was it was great. It was great. You know a couple of weeks ago, I said to Rudy because you know springtime was there were all kinds of it was great all year long, but springtime. And, and it was like especially like the best because, you know, we're coming out of winter and, the you know, the flowers and the trees started to blossom along the uh, common and the public gardens there. Right. And, you know, and it was just great to be out and you'd go in there and it was getting, it didn't get dark till later. And, um, you know, you just see those acts and, and those those amazing, uh, like you said, the, the the sets, you know, you go in and you get two. And I said to Rudy, just a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling in the mood. I said, imagine that there was a time when you could say on seven nights a week, you could say, I think I'll go over to the shack tonight and, that's catch, right. Ray, and catch Ray Charles. <laughs> that's, that's right. And, you, <laughs> know, you know, you know, and I think Rudy will tell you, you know, you, sometimes they had a Sunday matinee, too, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To, yeah, for the yeah. kids. Yeah, the for the kids. For the kids. Yep, and and I tell you, the acts put on a, a fairly decent show. You know, they didn't they didn't have step. They came in and put on a fairly decent decent show. I think they used to call them coke sets. Yeah, but, that's what. You know, yeah, that's but, what. But, yeah. but tell 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 the audience, and not that kind of coke, Coca Cola style. <laughs> I don't plug somebody, but <laughs> I don't want to plug somebody, but. You know. <laughs> that's right. No, you know, you told me the other day that you were basically a kid when you got in there. How old were I you? was basically I was in the, my late teens. I, I, I and um, you know I think back then you had to be 21. But uh, you know we we well, the statute know, of limitations was, are up. I know that's right. <laughs> and I well, drank know, all the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yep. You know it's funny because. Uh, uh, one of the fellows that got involved in this whole thing did a nice, did some research and got all of the ads for the Sugar Shack and the dates. They show the dates that all of the. It's a beautiful book. I mean, it just shows yeah. the chronology. And I was oh, wow. looking at it and I realized. See, I was too stupid. <laughs> I, well, I didn't have a fake ID, um, yeah. but I was. I turned 21 in 1968. And I looked oh. at the book, and one of the first uh, early acts there were the Hot Nuts, uh, Doug Clark and the Hot Nuts. In fact, we're trying to load up a song from them. 
and okay. uh, and that was my first time ever at the shack. And then a couple of weeks later, shack, I saw yeah. the magnificent men. But yeah, I was too stupid. I had to wait till I was twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say that I think the first act I saw down there was was Cool in the Gang. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, uh, when they had their first their first major uh, hits. Um, you know, Cool's Back Again, I think, was one of the name of the songs. And uh, and we went down there uh, and, and caught, caught um, that, I think, was my earliest act down there was Cool. Cool and Gang and, and the Billy Stewart time when I was down there with um, some other folks. So, actually, I didn't catch Billy's, Billy's uh, act. I, we were actually went in there during rehearsal, and that's when they, you know, he asked us to take take his guys around the corner and get them some new suits. So, but, uh, yeah, Cool and the Gang. Cool and the Gang was, was was like the first act I saw down there. So, this is yeah. did he finally break out and get, pay, give him some money for some suits, or they had to buy their own? <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I oh, just remember funny. laughing. I said, "Oh man, I thought these guys had big bucks." That's funny. <laughs> but I mean, just think of that. That you know, that's incredible. That you know, Ray Charles is playing. You go down, you pay a couple of bucks, you sit in and catch a set. I mean, that's incredible. That's right. Yeah, you that's, know, you're right. You're absolutely incredible. right. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, it was I mean, a the names, time. The, the names of the acts were great. I mean, you had some of the um, uh, Rudy. I don't know if you remember. You know, the local acts like the Nine Lords and um, yeah, um, the Nine Lords. Well, they played a big part in the uh, Sugar Shack, the Nine Lords. Yep, yeah, and of course, Chubby and the Chubby and the Turnpikes, and you know what, you know who they became. You know, Tavares. You know. Um, oh yeah. So. But the nine lots, nine lots were my uh, emergency group. When somebody canceled or somebody didn't show up, I always oh, had wow. them. Yeah, so they were they were local guys. So yeah, well, you know, we had Woody call into one of the podcasts, one of the funniest yeah. podcasts. He told a story of how he went out to Rudy got a gig for them in in Ohio, and they went out. <clears throat> And they were doing so well, they were in the club, and there were three women who came in every night. And they didn't find out till the end of the week that they were married to the O.J.'s. They were, and they were, te- they were telling their husbands, these cats, you got, these cats can run with you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, Eddie Levert uh, confirmed that. And Eddie called in a couple of times to the show. And um, so, but... Woody said, one of the greatest lines, we're going to put it, we know we're writing a play. We're going to write a musical play for this. And yep, yep. Uh, one of the lines, it's a great line, he, on the air he told Rudy, he said, Rudy, you know, we got along so great, and, you know, we had this great uh, relationship. He says, but i got to tell you, Rudy, when if I was sitting in the office and you picked up the phone and you spotted, started speaking Italian, I got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I couldn't speak Italian, but there was no way anybody was going to accuse me that I could. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, you know, we we talk about, you know, like Sarah said, that it was the groups were great, but it was the, the audience. And when you think right. we have, we're going to try to portray all of this, certainly in the documentary, but also in the, the uh, play itself, but when you think, you know, one of the bartenders gave us this great line, you know, um, hookers, pimps, pushers, uh, gangsters, celebrities, and the greatest musical acts in the world, the Sugar Shack. Yeah. And, you know, that was the mix. You know, that was the mix. 
That and, was the mix. That and well, we 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 um, we spoke with Jerry, who was Maffeo, who was uh, Rudy's manager at the time, okay. and he said the, he said <laughs> every night they. <clears throat> the, as Rudy would call him, we won't mention names, but he said when the killers <laughs> came in, he said the only one that could make drinks for them was Jerry because they didn't want to get poisoned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So you had, you know, and that that's was a, the thing. That's Go. a true statement. Yeah, it is. It's true. And, you know, when you think of it, Joe, I mean, you, you know, again, we won't say what you do, but people can guess. But the, the thing is, there was so much firepower in that place in yeah. those days. You know, that I was before you know the something? mandatory one year. You yeah, know? right. And i got to tell you something. Um, as many times as I've gone down there, I don't remember any problems down there. There was never. I really no. don't. And I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, Rudy might be able to come up with one or two things, but I – and I went down there quite a lot, and, and there was a, a good crop section of uh, people in there, and, I mean, you, you enjoyed it. You saw the show, you danced, you had your drink, and 2 o'clock you were out the door, you know. Um, so I, it, it, I'm quite sure, you know, there were some people who were ready if they needed to be. But <laughs> Well, that's the thing. That's why I say to Rudy, and Rudy tells a story <clears throat> that every night he closed the door too, and he and he wiped his brow and said, "Oh my God, another night where we didn't have a problem." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, th- there was tension in the room, even though you, nothing ever went down. You knew right. there was such a mix of people that were armed. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> and if right. anybody said anything wrong, I mean, there were beautiful women in there. So if anybody said yeah. anything wrong to the wrong chick at the wrong time that anything yeah. could have happened and so anything that kind could of have, added, yeah. there was an there was an excitement to that that yeah. you know yeah. you, you kind of you know the groups the band but they're also thinking boy oh boy i hope nobody does anything stupid <laughs> <laughs> and you know back in those days i wouldn't be surprised that the band was was, was, was trapped down too you know <laughs> well you know it's funny Rudy, tell him about Wilson Pickett. <laughs> With the gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His manager calls me one day. He says, "You better hurry up and get uh, get down there. He's got a gun. He's gonna shoot the band and everything." <laughs> oh, he's afraid of you. He's afraid. He's afraid of me. Yeah. That's what happened in the Sugar Shack because there was <laughs> real killers. 
so I call in from Connecticut. <clears throat> I said, yeah, I'm just curious, who's at the shack tonight? And the guy goes, yeah. He goes, Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions. So I put my hand over the receiver. I said, Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions. <laughs> and he says, let's go. <laughs> and we flew down to Mass Pike at about 90 miles an hour. <clears throat> yep. We got there, and I'll never forget it. It was so dramatic. We went, that was, one of, again, I had and only been there a couple of times. We went down those stairs and opened the door, and it was, again, right out of a movie. I mean, it was something out of, remember Goodfellas, that, that scene where yep. he walks through? It was just like that, and you open up the door, and there were those three tuxedos, white tuxedos, you know, yep. and Curtis yep. people going, keep on pushing. Yeah, you know, yep. it was yep. just beautiful, <laughs> and the, the, the pimp hats, and the place was packed, and, I mean, it couldn't have been a great impression. And the guy said that night, he goes, you're right. That is the greatest soul club in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of acts from back then, you know, remember this act. I'm sure you guys will oh, be talking uh, to them. Oh, when we interview yeah. them, you know, everybody, you wait to see the documentary, the reaction we get when we interview the groups. I mean, it's just electric. I mean, everybody from Cuba Gooding Sr. to... Uh, New yep. Birth, which is, you know, those yep. the Wilson brothers and, uh, you know, Eddie LaVert and Walter Eddie Williams. Eddie LaVert, yeah. You know, and oh, yeah. we got, you know, we got their reaction, and it's just uh, fantastic. It's, it's a, you know, when they talk about the shack, they talk about the whole deal, the women and the, the, the you know, the, the clothes and, you know, the, it, it's just, it's, you know, you, you know, <laughs> anybody who sees this documentary knows whether they were there or not, it was an amazing place. You'll know what it was. Know what it was about. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, I'm well, listen, looking forward to this. Oh yeah. Well, listen. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your your stories and your experience. And uh, Rudy and uh, no, I just thank well, you. Yeah. Well, we'll be in touch. And uh, All right, I, think I told you, I'd like to uh, film you as well, and sure. um, if you're willing. Sure. Okay. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Tom, thank Joe for his memories of the Sugar Shack. Thank you very much. Well, yeah. thank you, Rudy, because I'm telling you, it was a great part of my life. And, um, uh, you know, I'm really glad I got a chance to live through it. It was just a wonderful time. Just And I, we haven't seen anything since like that since. And, and unfortunately, we probably never see anything again like that. But, you know, I, know I was just really happy to. Happy to be uh, living through that time. So thank well, you. We're going to make you. it live again. We're going to make it immortal. We're going to. Everybody's going down on film. This is going to be one of those classic documentaries. There you go. Sounds good. Thanks, Count Joe. Me in. All thank right, Thank you. Man, you got it. Have a good afternoon. All right. You yep. too. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye bye. All right. <laughs> so there you go, Rudy. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's do the Jimmy. Uh, his name sugar shack thing and uh, yeah we'll call it a beautiful day here we got a beautiful that was a great call um i'll have to try to send that to him and let him uh listen to that but you're right let's do we'll just uh sign out of here and uh let's do the sugar shack i love playing dj yeah no okay hang on here we go. Uh, here we go. Okay, Rudy, we'll see you next week. There's a crazy little shack.
Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.